War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Episode 36. Is it 36? <laughs> Failure. 37? Failure. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome back, Noah. Welcome back, <laughs> Noah. I was in a time warp. It's good to see that your week off is. <laughs> Although I wish we you. could re record episode 36 sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. For me, it's 36. We're now at yeah. episode 37. Oh. Uh... <laughs> well, let's all celebrate. <laughs> Tonight, it's Mark, Jason, and Noah. No Jim, as promised last episode. Yes, Jim, Jim left us for Boston. We've sent him to Boston, where he will be eating Boston cream pies <laughs> and drinking Sam Adams while yes, while watching the Red Sox and wishing. <laughs> what the... else is going on in Boston? Oh yeah, and then the, and then he also has to rub himself while he thinks about Tom Brady. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Tom Brady's become like TMZ's like poster horror though lately man they totally bash on tom brady on tmz oh really yeah oh, it's awesome. so funny i love it as well they should <laughs> <laughs> so what are we gonna do tonight noah oh, a little bit of the usual a little bit of what we've been playing a little bit of the old in out in out <laughs> yes and on a review are you actually back for another horror review you or know, are you, are you th- done this last episode that i watched wasn't nearly as bad as the sweat as gathering the episode troll sweat masturbating <laughs> episode no, no not that much could be worse no it could it, it could oh, only yeah. get better <laughs> yeah and and it did it, it did get a little bit better so yeah i i feel comfortable you know, delving into another review. <laughs> and then what, the mailbag? Yeah, we've, we've got a couple things for the mailbag. Oh, yes, we do. And then? And then? And then, and then, and then, the weekend gaming! Yes. We. Oh, and also what we've been playing as well. <laughs> oh, we, we already mentioned that, but we yeah. could do it again. We could do it twice. Maybe we'll do, yeah. You know, we'll we could reprise our WWP segment. Because there's been a lot of cool playing, you know. Yeah. At least this week. We're players... We play as yo. Even though I said that in a very uptight white male voice, I was flashing a gink sign. I'm a player. <laughs> yeah. With all your bling. You got your... Got my bling. You got your uh, necklace, you know, hanging down to here with the big <laughs> old clock. P-I-M-P. I got my clock and I got my gold teeth. Right on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sounds good. Welcome back, Noah. It's great to be here. Would, would you like to laugh insanely for our listeners? I think I already did. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to us, Noah. Oh, you're too fast. Oh, yeah. I was trying to start the recording when I'm ingesting something. It wasn't a pink cookie this time, but it was Those some kind gone. of reddish fluid. Code red. <laughs> Could be blood. Mm. 
He is a vampire. Blade. Noah, for those listeners who've never seen him, which would be all of you, he's, a, <laughs> he's very much a goth. He's a large man, about 350. 6'8. <laughs> Wears a black trench coat. Goth. Yeah. Goth guy. <laughs> he's got one of those neck beards. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Dressed in black leather. At the Chinese buffet. <laughs> yeah. I bring my samurai sword with me. He puts it to the test every time. <laughs> and with that large girth, what have you been playing this week, Noah? <laughs> I've been playing sesame chicken, beef broccoli, <laughs> rolls. Right on. All of the fixings. <laughs> video game wise, what have oh, you been oh, video game wise. Um, Since I you missed playing, Monday night. I oh gosh, it was so bad. I felt so bad. <laughs> I was so excited uh-huh. about going to play Shadowfin Keep because Mark's talked about it a million times outside of the podcast and inside the podcast. And I think werewolves are cool. And I'm like, wow, it's a traditional monster that uh, I can easily understand. I don't have to read a bunch of lore about like a night elf or a blood elf. Right. And it just sounded really cool. But for like the first time in years, I had a rehearsal that's always been on Tuesday. I had it on a Monday night. And so it's like, oh, yeah, I can go out to dinner because I do that after my Tuesday night rehearsals and I forgot it was Monday night and then I got home and I had missed everything. And So you forsaken us for food. choir and <laughs> food. <laughs> well, so what did you do? <laughs> Mark says with first lips, that was great. <laughs> I can see the anger inside of him. <laughs> what did you do? Did you like asshole? your new title when you logged in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Disposed of my tabard when I saw it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just burned it. I gave him the rank of piss and... Yeah, Kells is running around and brandishing the... You're going to be a pissant if you don't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I saw some of that. Because there was some, they, they'd added somebody to the guild who's being a jerk. Honestly, we need to, we need to like, put the hammer down on how many officers we allowed in the guild, I think. Yeah. Bump them back down to member. Mostly it should just be me and all my alts. <laughs> I can no, in, I don't I think so. Officer You're Chad, be all elite. Hold on, I've got to sign in to some, one of my other alts before I can get you to the guild. <laughs> don't you have anybody else in the guild? No. No, only me. It's Mark Massive's guild. Mark's Massive guild. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've played Super Smash Brothers Brawl quite a bit, the single player mode. Awesome. Got to play some online with my staffers. How'd that go? It's 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 really great. It's actually relatively lag free. There's only one match, where it's kind of laggy, but it's just so much fun and it's fast paced and it's just so ridiculous and over the top. It just the game totally cracks me up. I'm seriously considering getting that because it good. does look pretty fun. It's really good. And then I had hoped if Jason were available to go try Shadowfang Keep the next night, and he actually was available, mm. but we couldn't find enough people to go do the. Well, not enough guild guild yeah. members wanted to go, and we uh, really weren't looking to get into a pickup group because that could have took us all night. Right? Yeah, that it was, was very frustrating. Yeah, if I I, I didn't know that it was going to take forever because, like in City of Heroes, you can get pickup groups pretty quickly, and that's what I'm used to. I haven't tried to do it in a while before. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be cool. And then when I heard like hours, I'm like, no. Well, it could have that. been like a good hour just to assemble the whole group together, and then and would they have been reliable? I don't know. Well, it's no, a that's, pick-up group. that's the nature of a pickup they, group. Would they have been like really need for everything? Yeah, stealing everything. Yeah, I need it for my alt. It's bind on pickup. 
I need it for my ult. It's bind on pickup. But I need it for my ult. Exactly. <laughs> Kick. But instead of that, Jason suggested... Well, actually, he looked at my character and... Well, no, that's not how the story really goes. I... I, I I said, let's go level up in uh, Ashenvale. Ashenvale. Right? Yeah. Since that, you know, I still had a bunch of quests there, and and Noah was, I've never been. Yeah, Noah hadn't been there before, and it was like, you know, of course the the wonderful, you know, lush, you know, forests of Ashenvale. Forest. You know, it's like, yeah, I'll take him there. You know, he'll get to see like a different zone. And, yeah, yeah. You know, hang out for a while. So we get into the zone, and there's that first quest you can get where you encounter a horde raiding party and they're going to go and invade this alliance outpost somewhere. Oh yeah, I, I've done that. Yeah, so we times. of course we take that quest and we head out and we do this quest, right? And everything's going great, you know, I'm killing I'm I'm level 28 at the time, I think. Yep. You're level 22. So I I was pretty much mowing down, you know, pretty much everything there and and we get inside the outpost and uh, the, I forget at the end there there's like a a, a mob spawn of like four guards yes. four guards there yeah well I'm going off you know it's like mass chaos I'm killing everything in sight and and I don't even see Noah die but Noah's character is face planted next thing I know and I was know. so used to dying after my last time playing <laughs> I'm like oh well I just died again dead again yeah so I'm like Jesus Christ how in the hell uh. did he die so quickly so so I inspect him. I inspect him and take a look at his gear, and I'm like, O-M-F-G. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he's got, like, it's like level 10, level 11 level gear, you know. You didn't even put a him. Z in front of that? <laughs> Z-O-M-F-G? No, no, I didn't have a Z-O-M-F-G. It was just an O-M-F-G <laughs> moment. And I'm like, Dude. How could Mark let you run around in these nappy threads all this time? You know, the only good thing he had was like his wand and and his like offhand thing. I I think and his his weapon, his main weapon. They were all like blues that were well within his level, but everything else was like complete utter crap. You know, had like maybe plus I died fifty times and I had repaired it. So yeah, it you know. Worse. So I'm like, what the hell? You know, what the hell, Mark? And I go. So I go. First first question I ask Noah is, how much gold do you have? Noah says, four. I have four gold. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, I, I, I thought for sure that's, Mark would have pretty respectable for a level 22. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I figure you of all people would have hooked him up with a little dough. Mark's nope. all about the taking, not the giving. <laughs> yeah, I said, okay, if you can beg for some money, then give it to me and I'll save it up and then we'll buy stuff later. Yeah, right. Or Yeah, we'll put it in the guild bank. Yeah. It's all 50 copper. So I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> so... So first off, I gave Noah forty gold. Oh my god, which I was really with. excited about. Yeah, and then I was That's like, "What? You didn't have to pretend you were a chick like in EverQuest." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a new day. Yeah, and then I was like, "You know what, dude? I don't have time to, you know, take you to the auction house so you can go purchase stuff. So I'm just going to log on to my bank alt and purchase all the stuff for you and mail it to my other guy, and we'll get you all hooked up with new gear." So I logged off real quick. Logged on my bank character. I spent probably about another forty gold, you know, maybe a little more, on some brand new gear all, that was all around his level, and I, you know, mailed it to myself and traded it all to Noah so he can at least 
not die. And it was funny because, like, at first he had, like, maybe, like, 300 to 400 hit points, maybe, total. <laughs> like, I doubled his hit points. Yeah, there was, like, the... 700, 800 now. <laughs> with awesome. all the gear that I gave him. And, you know, I gave him, like, the shadow damage stuff for the warlock and everything. So he was, like, all set. I was like, now, now we're ready to go out and conquer. Yeah, and before that, I was still, my corpse was, I was hoping that maybe over a period of a week or so that... My corpse would transport somewhere out of Death Home, but magically no, move it was on. still stuck right in front of the room of Darzagul or That's whatever. That's because it's an evolving, persistent world. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like thinking, I'm like, well, I have a soul stone, so maybe if I'm lucky, the mobs that killed me the other two times that I died won't see me. <laughs> and so I took like 10 minutes to walk from the flipping resurrection point all the way down the scar and into death home. And it was weird. I was walking through death home and there's just no monsters anywhere. And normally even when I'm on, when I'm in the spirit realm, I see monsters everywhere. There wasn't anybody there. I'm like, Oh, this is a good sign. Maybe there's nobody in the temple. And I go in and of course there's all these monsters and there's this patrolling wraith chick, banshee, whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm just walking behind her. <laughs> she can totally see my corpse. <laughs> and then she went around the corner. It's like I was waiting. I was just watching her go up the ramp. And then right when she ran the corner, I'm like, resurrect now. <laughs> Soul stone. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to come and get me. She's going to come and get me. And then I heard, and then also I was gone. And I was back in the Badlands, and I was so actually excited about it. And then, yeah, so then we were in Ashenvale to go back to where Jason's story was. And we, there's these jackass horde people running around. Oh, first taste of PvP. (laughs) No, no. No, these were jackass horde people. Oh, horde people. I keep forgetting. They were just being rude. And uh, because they think they're badass. And I was just like, whatever. I was trying to be nice. Right, right. Okay, I remember. Somebody came over and gave me a heal or something like that. And I did a salute thing. And he flipped me off. And I'm like, and then, and he was like a level 70 something on the mount. And then his little link, what's the word? Lackey, level 20 lackey came up. And he started randomly bandaging my succubus for who knows what reason. And I'm like, Okay, whatever. She didn't need it. And he's like, I just banished your succubus. You could at least say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there for this and part. I'm like, oh. thanks, I guess. And then wow. the level seven, he's like, ha, 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 ha. And they rode off into the hill. I'm like, fuck off. It's <laughs> like, this is what I had to look forward to. Oh, you <laughs> get to look forward to alliance. So, yeah. yeah, and that's actually what happened is we were... Mm. We were doing something. We were getting waypoints or something, and we had yeah. To go we were going to gonna go ahead to the, like that far outpost on the. Oh, you're doing the, the run to the outpost. Oh. So we we're going to go. I was going to take him there because there's also some more quests that you mm-hmm. can pick up there too. So I yeah. figured we, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Well, so the funny thing is, is that we're running down the road, and I'm like, "Yell out if you see any alliance." Well, so you sure. said see any allies, and I'm like, allies. Yeah. Well, about you summoned them. Yeah, about five <laughs> seconds later. There's Two seconds this, after that, this mounted ally. Uh, I think it was like a shadow Lions priest or something, something like that. Yeah. Like just rolls right by us on his mount, and we're like, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, what did I? Do? You know, of course, <laughs> I just called down the hellfire upon us, and and he he blew right by us, and I'm like, okay, cool. He's probably just going to ignore us or whatever. So we kept running. No, sure enough, he tags Noah. And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, he's like... Yeah, he came back on foot. Yeah, he came back on foot. Killed us both. He wasn't that high 
you know, he had to have been just over 40, maybe. Mm, yeah. You know, but he was still able to take us both sure. out. But it took a while. And then... Uh, like 30 seconds. <laughs> but the funny thing was, is that Noah... You know, I... Noah was like... Noah didn't know who what that was. Noah had never <laughs> seen, like, an Alliance character oh, before. Huh. So he had no idea what was really well, happening. because his name was almost like something normal. His name was, like, Shepard. I'm like... And I was sitting there, and I'm like, why is this <laughs> yeah. Shepard thing? I'm like, what's a Shepard? Then I was dead. I hadn't even finished <laughs> considering what the question was. I'm like, what's a Shepard? I'm like, what would that be? And I was, like, trying to see him, and he was, like, running around. I'm like, wait, he's running around way too fast to be a computer character. And then I was dead. You know? He's yeah. all erratic and crazy. Yeah, I, I tried. I was just starting to try to cast fear. I'm like, maybe I should fear him. So <laughs> yeah, and that's alone. what I told Noah afterwards. I'm like... First thing you do as a warlock when you see a, any alliance character, even if it's a higher level, anything with the red cast name. fear. <laughs> cast fear first. Ask questions later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything with the red name, fear bad. And then like, and then like a like a horde character rode by in his mountain. I'm like, did you see that Noah? He had a green name and, <laughs> and he was, he's friendly. <laughs> he's our friend. <laughs> oh, Noah begrudgingly was like, yeah, I got it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was, that was, and then my, my son started bawling in the middle of the night, so I had yeah. to go take care of him. So it ended our short little play session there. He's quite the raid boss, that son of yours. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yeah, and really, that was what my weekend gaming was like too. I played quite a bit of World of Warcraft. Um, How and many some times did you run Shadowfin Keep? I didn't. Are you? I was, do it I was run. waiting for you. I was Aww. waiting for yeah, you to run. Said, it. I'm not doing it, so we had to improvise. I hope we can. I hope we can still do it. <laughs> if the I guild members know. can stomach it, even though they're all like eight <laughs> levels sure. higher than me now. No, I think we, I'm sure we can still do Mark, it. Mark, how about you? What was? In, what was your weekend gaming? Well, like? I logged in Monday night because um, <clears throat> I remembered that's when we play. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Guilt to wow. win. Yeah, very Guilt nice. Win. That's yeah, <laughs> good for me. <laughs> and uh, and all the guildies are on except for Noah and uh, and they were like all set to do it. So we um, same thing with Donovan. Donovan didn't get on until like, oh, yeah, much that's later right. though. He didn't either, so I got into my... I, I logged in as my Guildmaster character and made a new guild rank, which was the lower lowest you could possibly be below Initiate even, called Pissant, and I assigned that to um, Noah and Donovan <laughs> and uh, all of their alts, and then, I, <clears throat> and then I logged back in. And but Donovan's not ranked that anymore. No, somebody fixed him. Uh. But uh, Which is another reason <clears throat> why we need to put the hammer down on... Yeah, him. I'd like to, things to... A little more permanent, the guild, so a little more persistent. But uh, so we, yeah, we ran. Um, Kanker kind of was the leader, and we ran through Shadowfang Keep and uh, had a really good time. I mean, it was just a blast. It was like I think it, I can't remember who all was on board. It was it was really fun though. So we did it. We did it so fast that we were like, "Well, hell, let's do it again." Because I got all kinds of great loot. Like I went in with about eight hundred mana. And when I was done with the two runs, uh, with with all the gear I got, I now have like over I have like seventeen hundred mana, so I got awesome. a lot of plus and stuff. But it was really fun. We yeah, that's why we need to run you through there, man. We went through and we Thank just you, Jason. we just summoned everything. We had a level. <laughs> I care. Hanker was like a level twenty seven warrior, so he had no problem tanking. And yeah, we had two priests. Yeah, I've noticed with the majority of the core players that I've played with in the guild, they're all yeah. about. Level 27, 28 now, it's awesome. Yeah, they're all doing really well. Except for Onigato and Arigato, who's, like, way ahead of us all. Yeah, he's got, like, two characters. He's, yeah. like, 
It's like, you guys don't level up fast enough. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> He'll be waiting for us at the end game. And Kanker would be ahead of everyone, but he keeps, like, he gets too far ahead, he starts a new character. So I think he's on, like, his third character or something. That's what Donovan does, too, I think. Yeah, he's got a couple. It's just so cool that all these people have joined the guild and yeah. playing with us. It's really and it's neat. a fun guild. I mean, everybody's... So if you're... If you're... Uh, if you want to... This is a message to our listeners. If you would like to reclaim your lost childhood in World of Warcraft, <laughs> and and you're looking for a fun guild to join, um, at least until Age of Conan comes until, out. Until until another game, and then comes it'll up, be dead. Log into the Arthas <laughs> server on the Horde side and uh, look for people like Gothic with the K, or because I uh, spell my name all elite, or Kanker, <laughs> or Kanker Sore, or. That's K A N K. Yeah, Kanker. <laughs> or uh, Dono Matrix or all kinds of good people. <laughs> That's a hilarious name. I love yeah, that. Yeah, just look for us. We have all the best names. Yes. Vexen with two X's. You don't sign on as her anymore, do you? That's who I was this running it all priest. for. Really? Was priestess. It, okay, so when I was playing with Vexen, she had the exact same armor as I did, even up when we were up in the. Yeah, see, I wasn't like holding back. I just thought we'd suffer. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, I don't. <laughs> I've got the, like, mantle of Arghul, gloves of Arghul, shoulders of whatever. I got all kinds of great wow, how'd you get everything if you were running with other people? Does everybody get it? Well, it was mostly cloth stuff. Because he kept and... hoarding all the No, no, all the, I, all the we rolled, rolls. I was oh. fair, I rolled need. Um, for everything? For everything. <laughs> and then, like, you know, they're like, why are you rolling need for that chain mail? I was like, my alt. It's B.O.P. It's my alt. So, but yeah, it, it was really fun. And I really look forward to next Monday, or this coming Monday, to do it again. So. Excellent. I hope to be there with you guys. I can't wait to see it all. It's uh, time for you to do your Paul Schaefer impersonation. Mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. It's mailbag. It's time for our mailbag. Mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. 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 You actually morphed in front of my eyes into the likeness of Paul Schaefer. I do great. have the bald spot going on. And, and Noah started to look freakishly like Dave Letterman. It was really weird. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. And I was Biff Henderson, of course. So. I can see the resemblance. No, I know. Me and Biff. So we actually have three cool emails to share. Numerous not well, cool two ones. two cool emails and one uh, <clears throat> not so cool. One, one grudge match of an email. <laughs> but most exciting are premiere... Female. A girl gamer? Yeah. Oh, so my cool. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Easy. We have Easy. a girl who listens to our show. <laughs> so, her name is Cassandra. Spelled Cassandra. with a K. Awesome. <laughs> and here's Talk what she to had me, to Cassandra. say Hello from a girl. That's in quotes. In quotes. With a wink, smiley. I can't get myself past your section of, uh, uh, I can't get myself past your section about girl gamers in episode 32 Electric Boogaloo. I know the discussion was more about the accuracy of the surveys. However, the jabs about how girls must be playing solitaire and bejeweled was grating to say the least. Not to mention how good looking we are? Wow. For the record, I'm a 38 year old mom of three who loves gaming and has been playing since Sid Meier's Pirates in the Shadows of Acerbius. My favorite games have been Quake 1, Duke Nukem, Half-Life, Fear, Ultima Online, 
Ashran's call, wow, and now Assassin's Creed. I am not a hottie, by far, but I don't consider myself ugly. And she even included a web link for us to verify that. <laughs> <laughs> I play all sorts of characters. I think that gender stat was stupid, since I will typically form one character after myself, or what I wished I looked like, and the rest after whatever looks the most badass or fits for role-playing. With that in mind, the guy characters typically look the most badass, so gender choice has nothing to do with it. Now, this, now with this being a rant, I want to say I do love your show. I was just a bit put off by that tiny segment. Well, thanks for writing in, Cassandra, with a K. We appreciate that. Um, we're always looking to get more girl gamers, um, you know, into the fold, into the <laughs> channel massive fold. <laughs> Uh, into the massive membership. Yeah, I think J- Jim actually, I think, replied to your email, um, basically saying that you were hottie and he wanted you to send more pictures of, of yourself to him at male at channelmassive.com. I won't go that far. I'm not going to be so bold since I'm a married guy myself. And, well, you know, it just wouldn't be appropriate. Anyway, um, I don't know. My, 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 my point is, is that. I think with the whole point of the survey and everything, it was just, it was like, what percentage of girls are gamers? And, you know, I don't think you're the typical girl gamer, Cassandra, because most girl gamers don't play Sid Meier's Pirates or, you know, Half-Life, you know, Ultima Online. You you know, most girls don't play those kind of games. Dream girls play those games. Yeah, girls of my dreams. (laughs) You are in a higher echelon of status as far as we're concerned. Yeah, yeah, we totally bow before you. You know, we wish, you know, we could be so lucky as to have wives who would play those kind of games with us, but we don't. Um, No, my wife makes me play drums. The point is, is that, yeah, actually, I do believe, you know, that, you know, most of the girls they probably interviewed say, oh, yeah, I log on and I play Bejeweled, you know, or, or I play, you know, whatever, you know, I don't, they don't, the, the typical girl gamer does not play, you know, Ashran's Call or, you know, Half-Life or Duke Nukem, for instance, you know, I just don't see that as the typical game type experience. of games that girls, you know, play. Yeah. I don't know, I don't don't know that we and that was really the only point well, I think I was trying to make well I think the point of our story was that the stat that we were the stat that somebody used to back up an entire bogus article was ridiculous <laughs> all the stats people all the stats were horrible the survey sample was horrible the way that they posed the question and then extrapolated a, a world reality from it was ridiculous and unfortunately, it was on a topic that we're all very interested in. I think it's yeah. really fascinating, the demographics so, of gaming. Well, we may have struck a nerve with you in the way we represented it. The whole, ar- the whole article struck a nerve with us as being total bullshit and something that never should have been written because there was no supporting data. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've, I've played MMOs with lots of, of, of women who are, like, seriously you know, hardcore into it really good. And our demographics that we've also talked about from like ye and those guys support the fact that as the, as you get into like the thirties, late thirties, the women start to be the more predominant players of MMOs in the game. And yeah. And they take on more of a leadership role or more into the guild or into achievement. Whereas the guys start to kind of settle down a little bit. So, you know, our libidos go, (laughs) 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because playing well was all about sex. But I, I did <laughs> appreciate. I did appreciate. Must have been a different article I was reading. <laughs> We're not sure what. Order. Jason's been slumming it on massively again, but. Uh, <laughs> But um oh come on. You did send like your uh photo album and I would I would say you're very much a hottie and I'd also say that the picture you had with Will Wheaton gets you massive bonus <laughs> points. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to our show and tolerating uh, a, a grating moment. Yeah. And and writing us about it too. Yeah, we appreciate the comments. Until Who's next up to bat? <laughs> Scott, of course. Scott, Scott's Corner. Scott. <laughs> Should I read this intro? Yeah, definitely, because <laughs> it's totally what he wrote. He, Scott Scott took a break out from his, uh, you know, totally busy dreidel gaming circuit <laughs> to offer up his thoughts about PvP and uh, Lord right. of the Rings Online. He had a, a rather humorous aside before this main part, but the main part is, you may not have heard, but Lotro has released a PvP survey to their player base recently. With the fact they have stated they are not adding any raids to either Book 13 or 14, and the next expansion seems to be more PvE content. I'm beginning to see this as a rush to try and define an endgame for Lotro. It seems every AAA MMO defines its main endgame focus on either raiding or PvP. I can't think of an MMO that has done both successfully. Warhammer and Age of Conan are focusing on PvP as their endgame content choice. They seem to be conceding the raid endgame model to EQ2 and WoW, who already have those established. Is this the end for the rating trend? I don't know. I mean, I don't see that necessarily totally happening. I don't think that Warhammer is going to totally abandon rating altogether. I'm sure they're probably going to have a little bit of rating content, you know, as well as Age of Conan. I mean, I, you know, of course, Warhammer Online is going to be PvP-focused from the very start. Um, so, you know, yeah, naturally, you know, they're going to kind of eschew the whole, you know, raiding concept for PvP content instead. Um, you know, Age of Conan, you know, that remains to be seen. It appears that Age of Conan is going to be, you know, try to delve more into the PvP side of things as well. But I don't, you know, I don't really see either game totally saying, no, I'm, we're not going to go into raids. Um, I, I really don't think that it's a trend. I just think that, you know, you know, these particular games are going to try to offer up a little bit something different. Yeah, just to distinguish themselves. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they figure, you know, WoW already has all of its major raids and everything, and it's kind of been established that, you know, a very small minority gets to actually see, it, you know, a lot of that content. You know, so why waste a lot of time, you know, making content that only you know, a certain percentage is going to see. That just takes me back to the enter easy button simple <laughs> discussion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> go. It's just talking about in-game yeah, Go content. inside. <laughs> see press, all that we have to offer. Press red button to finish instance. <laughs> <laughs> your that's, that's in the next Your loot has been mailed to you. <laughs> uh, so then kind of along those lines, we have an email from Derek. Well, the I other think, side of the street from Scott. Yeah, yeah, across the tracks. Unless you on the wrong side of the tracks. About? Oh no, go ahead. Right. So Derek says, back on episode thirty-four, 
I sent an email comp- commenting on how shitty the current crop of seasonal fare was. And I suggested developers have NBCs overrun cities, etc. Episode 36, Scott sends the same fucking email. Scott just chose to use more four-letter and colorful words. Amen, brother, said Jim. I hear you, brother, said Jason. <laughs> He's writing these quotes out. Sorry. Sorry, Derek. Put more passion into it. No, I, you know he was drunk and screaming naked at the top of the stairs or something. While with my email, Derek continues, you, parentheses, M-team, bitched about lag since people would be in the same zone. But most was centralized about the Eve comment, which leads me to believe that the last sentence of the email is what matters most, since you all seem to have attention span as spans as long as a newborn's penis. Now I gotta say, my newborn's penis was pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. And uh, that last part we didn't old. need to go there, man. Uh, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> That's just jacked. Why would he say that? Well, Derek's angry. I, 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 I hit. I I smell a hint of jealousy at at Scott. For whatever reason, you know, and 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 what cheeses me off about this more than anything is that you misquote us to try to make a point, which really is the wrong thing to do. We never whined about lag, you know. I, I think the point that I tried to make, I think the point I tried to make was we, we that, brought it up, but it wasn't mm-hmm. the main point. Yeah, it wasn't the main point at all. It was just that, you know, when when developers used to try to have this kind of content before, before technology had, you know, advanced before everybody had broadband before, you know, it's not, you know, I, I kind of laid out suggestions on how they might, you know, make, do these events without, you know, necessarily announcing them without announcing, you know, things like that. It wasn't like I sat, we all sat here and whined about, you know, lag issues or which would happen if everybody converged on the one or spot things that happened location. in Eve Online. You know, you know why they why why they wouldn't be able to make Concord go away on the real servers. You know, for a while. You know, as opposed to just doing it on the test server, et cetera, et cetera. We just, you know, I gave reasons why they probably wouldn't do that. You know, but he misconstrued it, of course, you know, into making it sound like we were all whining about it and griping about it. And the only reason why we gave Scott's email so much love and, and attention was because he added a bunch of four-letter words to to his email, which really isn't the truth at all. You know, I, Derek, I, you know, I'm sorry. I hate to, I hate to say this, pal, but you know, we're gonna have to bring the hammer down on you. So, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you know, we're Jason's not going to read your emails for a while until you learn how to play <laughs> nice with others. <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate your commentary. I, I, I like you, Derek, but, you know, the thing is, is that, yeah, we can we, we can disagree on points and whatnot and, and call each other fun names and, and have a good time with it and all, but when you misquote us to try to make a point, nah, that ain't going to happen. And when you do something like that, well, we're cutting you off, Pally. What what did what are we talking about? I don't seem to know. I don't remember either. <laughs> I think there was like an emailer that we used to get a lot of really good email that. from that, I don't know. What's what? the segment we're doing again? Who are you people and why am I here? <laughs> I have um, no idea. Uh. Anyway, I think we should go on to the next segment. If anybody would like to participate in our mailbag for next episode. Which is what episode, Noah? 38. He's calculating. <laughs> That's right, episode 38. You can reach us at mail at channelmassive.com. Yeah.
And if you leave a particularly witty or scintillating response on our blog entries at www.channelmassive.com. We'll read that too. Yes, it is possible. We have the technology. And now, for an exciting review of Horror Lore, Episode 4, Manhunt. Because the people demand it. Yes, they do. This episode stars Shyla Styles, Mindy Lee, and Tony T. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> A quick synopsis. The Guildmaster Titus is captured and tortured by an evil gang of thugs. Held in a heavily guarded woodland camp, our heroes must save him before it's too late. Dun, dun, dun. Well, if that didn't get you hot and bothered, My, I'm, just I'm wrapped that, attention just yeah. by that little description there. Noah is literally about to fall off the edge of his chair. <laughs> anyway, it starts attention. out where where the guild leader gets gets captured by you know a gang of thugs is really all you can gather from watching it. And I hope that never happens to poor Vex. Of course, two members of the guild, um, two female, yeah, two female characters. Totally to uh, one's more a warrior. Machinima Horlock. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, one one one's a warrior and one's a uh, hunter. Um, I think the warrior is probably a lower level warrior, and the other is a fairly high level hunter. See, no, so she talks about raiding. They always talk about raiding. Is he these. wearing the same chainmail that the no, warrior no, these was wearing are chicks. in the first episode? Oh, are is she wearing the same chainmail that the first warrior was wearing? <laughs> no, in the first they're both wearing leather. I think. Oh well, she's really lame. Nice, warrior. nice tight leather. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, anyway, tight <laughs> so they 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 find the they find the camp where the thugs are holding their gold the, the gold lead the guild leader, and but there's like too many of them. There's like. There's like about six or seven of them, and there's only two of them. So it's like, well, you know, should we wait until there's like more, you know, you know, less people out there or whatever? And we're like, okay, yeah, in the meantime, let's have lesbian sex. <laughs> so, what so better way to pass the time? Yeah, what a way yeah. to pass the time, you know. It's like, you know, windy outside, it's going to get dark. They, You know, they've got some time to kill. Why not have sex? So, you know, the warrior and the hunter, they go out it for a while. I have to say, you know, it was pretty, pretty nice lesbian sex scene. Did the hunter ever feign death during the sex? <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't fake orgasm during the during the sex scene. No, she was did the, not. Was the warrior properly able to maintain aggro the whole time? <laughs> oh yes, she did. She maintained quite a bit of aggro. <laughs> so anyway, after their after their little interlude, um, of course the band kind of, you know, the band of thugs kind of breaks up a little bit, so there's only like a few thugs left to deal with, and oddly enough, I don't know what happens to the warrior after all this. I think after after the hot lesbian sex, the the warrior like took she just off had and no rage. Gone. and so, yeah, she had no rage left, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Maybe if she no was rage. out of rage potions or whatever. Yeah, I don't no know. Rage. <laughs> she was gone. Maybe she went to go respect to a... Yeah. <laughs> You know, Fury build or something like that. Who knows? Too too placated by the lesbian sex. She scissored her. Anyway, the hunter. Yeah, the hunter. uh, So the hunter, you know, the hunter takes out the whole camp by herself. She actually uses like multi shot. They show her using multi shot, and they they and they splice the screen into three separate. uh, Oh no! Three separate, you know, sections, so you could see the arrows going in three different ways. Yeah, totally. Jeez. And um. 
And so she's firing arrows, <laughs> and then she realizes that she, she runs out of arrows, okay? That always happens to my hunter. And... <laughs> And so what does she do? She sends in, and, and this is where the production value, the production values of these episodes keep going up and up every episode. Because <laughs> no. actually, bring, she has a bear as a pet. Oh, wow. And they bring in a bear, and the bear charges one of the guys, the remaining thugs. No, by bear, you mean an actual animal? An actual or like animal, a gay yeah. No, no, I'm bear. not talking about a, a gay porno bear or oh, anything okay. like that. Good, it's good, an good. actual bear. <laughs> Little bear ears. Yeah, and <laughs> so bear the bear, and char- you know, the bear charges, totally slices the guy up, and and she ends up saving her guild leader. But but she has to. But in the meantime, after she saves him, she has to, of course, have sex with him. And well, so he has they, to repay her for. Yeah, exactly. And so he repays his hunter, you know, for coming to his aid, and you know, coming that's to pre- his aid. That's mm-hmm. pretty much how the the episode ends. Mm. And what rating would you give this? You know, this was a lot better than the masturbating troll episode that I watched. <laughs> but that was last a week, low that which was never like be the lowest from, of the yeah. low. Which, like I said, anything could be better than that. So I'll I'll give this episode like a two point five. Excellent. Two point five Kleenex rating. Oh, it's time for news! Yay! Or the weekend gaming. We almost slipped past it. You're on top of things tonight, Jason. I always am. <laughs> so our first story that we're going to talk about concerns City of Heroes and their decision to launch in-game real-world advertising via all of their mini billboards that dot the Paragon City and Rogue Isles landscapes, which have been there for a long time. Yeah, they always had like the little, you know, fake advertising pieces, you know, you know, that would, like, promote fake energy drinks and yeah. stuff and, like that, yeah, which were kind of uh, funny. Propaganda stuff about, be careful, they may be among us. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> among us. Yeah, I thought those were always cool. Helped build the world. Build the world in its own... Uh, build its own world, I guess. Yeah. But, funnily, the, one of the reasons that they're using to justify real-world in-game advertising via Double Fusion's proprietary software or third-party software is that it will help make the world seem even more real. Because we'll start seeing (laughs) advertisements for McDonald's and Coca-Cola, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, they said said it'll be topical or, you know, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll match up with the environment, but really... Really? Well, you find a lot of advertisers selling superhero When gamers can even make advertisements. So they claim, yeah. Yeah, I guess supergroups can, like, put up advertisements for their supergroup if they want to pay. But they're going to have to pay to to do that, I think. Yeah, of course. And the linchpin of all this is that it is apparently opt-out. So you can elect to have this advertising turned on or off. I'm really curious to see, once it launches, just how many people will actually have it. On. I wonder if maybe well, I, I listen to the podcast and they they say if if you have the advertisements turned off they don't make any money off of that. So you maybe have, they'll offer you like extra character slots or wedding dresses, <laughs> wedding dresses. <laughs> yeah, wedding if dresses. You have the advertisements special on. wedding emotes. Now you can have the wedding cake <laughs> with bride and groom. Yeah, you know, they say that it's all going to go back into the development cycle, so it's going to benefit everybody if you do have the advertisements turned on, but you're already paying a subscription fee. Yeah, is yeah, the money not enough? Somebody's internet comment on one of the many stories that was written about this, I really liked it. It summed up at least 
kind of my feeling. I'm already paying to play the game. I'm not paying to see other people's advertisements. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard to criticize when there's an opt-out thing, but it just... Well, that but see, my, my point is, is that if you're going to have an opt-out option, then why have advertisement at all? Because, yeah, you know... What percentage of the player base really wants to see in in-game advertisements? I mean, really. Mark, did you have any theories about how this all came to be with the splitting up of? Yeah, I think Jack Emmert was the only reason why they never did this before. Went the whole RMT route. I think he was he was you know trying to. I think to him, the whole RMT thing is like not not really a, the most up and up thing for an MMO. I think he's more in line with like the blizzard guys who feel that that the game should be a game and you're already paying for the game and you know $15 a month is enough and they don't want to they don't want to um, cheapen the experience by you know letting players buy special crap to try to you know roll in the RMT money or do this in-game advertising thing to make the money i think i think at the GDC conference he was pretty clear that he's not a big fan of RMT, but I think that Matt Miller, or Matt Positran Miller as we call him, um, is a big fan of the RMT thing and is very much interested in it, and I think that now that he's kind of in charge of the project, we're seeing his vision for it as opposed to Jack's. I don't even know what their subscriber base is. Maybe their subscriber base isn't enough to, you know, keep them going, and maybe Mm -hmm. they need, that's why they started to look into this as a, you know, different means of funding you know, their development. Just farther along the jump over the shark tank, the way I see it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, if you, you know, one way to, one way to get more people to play the game would be to put more effort into making game features mm-hmm. as opposed to RMT-based wedding wardrobe crap or in-game advertising engines, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like they're... Well, apparently they are working on another expansion, right? Something that's totally different from City of Heroes and City of Villains. Yeah, we just don't know what yeah, it is. City of Sidekicks. City of Sidekicks. That's, been one, that's one, uh, one theory, City of Sidekicks. Right. Yeah. You'll, have like a, you'll be able to like control like your own, your own little sidekick character along with you. He'll always be like, holy crap, Batman! That'd be great. <laughs> or City of Superhero Vehicles. Or maybe yeah. it's going to be City of Microtransactions. City of RMT. <laughs> Welcome. In order to take three steps forward, you will need to deposit five cents. <laughs> Congratulations, you have now committed the super jump power to memory. You will now need to pay five dollars. Yeah. It's like, I don't yeah, know. you have to start paying for all of your superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, you have been flying for approximately five minutes. You know, just, <laughs> please, please insert twenty five cents to fly to continue <laughs> flying. Uh, well, I guess one of the positive spins on this is that Champions is being directed or developed by Cryptic. This is Jack Emmert, yay! According to your your my theory analysis of yeah um, convention discussions should not get into RMT, at least not immediately. I think it'd be over his dead body, I think. Or over his power-totally usurped body. (laughs) I guess it depends. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I think... I don't know. I I, I don't think that their subscriber base is probably big enough to, you know, continue 
support their development yeah, staff and the expansion. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know that it's enough, and I think that's why they're having to look into you know alternative alternative you know forms of. It's definitely you know, a game revenue. that's dwindling. I mean, I've seen a lot of people talk about on forum posts and comments and blogs and stuff. They're like, so many people say. You know, I never played that City Heroes game when it was in its heyday, or, you know, I would have liked to have checked it out, but it seems like now it's kind of, you know, it's kind of on its way out. You know, other things have come along. So it's like people that have never even played it aren't ever going to even try it because it's already, you know, not cool anymore. It's too bad. Which is, yeah, it's a bummer. But then again, hey, they've only released one expansion this whole time, uh engine looks dated you know the you know that's that's not our fault it's not us the player's fault so i guess we'll see what happens listeners if you have if you're actually still playing city of heroes or city of villains regularly and you have some input on this please feel free to share your own opinions at mail at channelmassive.com or if you're jack emerit or matt miller and you're pissed go ahead and send us a comment yeah we love those yeah So while on the topic of RMT and all those wonderful ways to gather money, <laughs> there's the ever Chinese gold farm for win. Yes, <laughs> and this article is of particular interest to Jason, but a player in Florida is asking a federal court to ban IGE, a well-known WoW gold farming company. I is oh that yeah, correctly stated to ban them from selling gold within WoW because they're ruining the experience of the game and, and so on and so forth, Jason. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, I think some of the arguments they try to put forth is is that uh, it hurts the game economy, ruins the entertainment experience. Um, you know, virtual gold earned within the game can be used for such things, of course, as, you know, buying and selling equipment or learning new skills um and their argument is is that all this you know bought um virtual currency is damaging the economy uh you know it's ruining the player's experience etc etc uh my you know my you know I, i understand where they're coming from with this i mean and and you know the i guess i guess the lot this particular you know, suit is kind of unprecedented because, you know, it is backed by a player, not by, you know, a company, but like, you know, Activision Blizzard or Acta Blizzard or Blizzard Vision or whatever the hell they're calling Blizzard themselves tarred. these and Those days. companies actually have taken some gold tar. And they have, and they, and, court. and Blizzard has been, you know, trying to legally fight, you know, these kind of companies from, you know, selling gold. Um, but this is the first time I think that, uh, you know, Common Joe, I guess, gamer, has has actually tried to bring this issue up. And, you know, so it's got a lot of support, apparently, in the community, and, and that's great and all. Um, my my argument about all this is, is that, you know, one of their main points is, is that it damages the game's economy. You know, it's like, you know, ha- you know every game has, like, this economy that, you know, you know, people, you know, depend on other people for resources by, 
you know, some, you know, people harvest, you know, light leather for whatever reason. They sell that on the auction house and whatnot. And that, and that's how, you know, it's like all this virtual trade happens, you mm-hmm. know, via the auction house. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm living proof that, you know, all this virtual gold that exists, you know, that has been bought and transferred to players, you know, in this game, you know, doesn't damage the economy at all. You know, it does it inflate it? Probably, yeah. I have no doubt about that. But I'm I'm pretty sure on the on the server that we play on, there's like a ton of bought gold. There's no doubt about that in my mind. I started fresh on this server. Um, what was it? Three weeks ago, mm-hmm. yeah. probably. Yeah, it's been it's been about three weeks, and. You've supplanted your Gibble Gobbler. Gib- yeah, yeah, gambling. yeah. I don't, I don't play that game on EverQuest two anymore. <laughs> I mean, not when you've got auction. Damn you, or... Giggle Gibber! Damn you! <laughs> how many, how many platinum have you taken from me? Um. Anyway, what I've seen now is that you know, yeah, the prices might be a little inflated, but if you have a little bit of starting gold to start out with, which is easily easily farmable. Actually, when you when you first start playing, you can actually make quite a bit of gold. Um, I started out, um, you know, with nothing. Um, Mark gave me some sixteen slot bags, of course, which helped. And he Green. also he gave you sixteen slot bags. <laughs> oh, you don't have. Oh, whatever. You don't have. Oh, is that another thing we're gonna have to take yeah, care I've of? Yeah, complained Noah? to him frequently. I'm like, I don't have enough space, and he's like, Come on, let's go. Come on, we gotta go on request. So I'm like, I have to s- try to find some way to get rid of all this crap that's. Filling up my four slot okay, bags. Okay, no. which doesn't kill you. Cons- only makes consider, you <laughs> consider some <laughs> bags sent your way. I'll, do you have a soul bag? Yeah, I do have one soul stone bag. It's okay, twelve slots, which is All nice. Right, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll, I'll send you off some uh, sixteen slaughters. Oh, thank you for when I get a chance. <laughs> anyway, so Mark Mark was really uh, Mark, as opposed to you know being cool to Noah, he he, he let you rot. When I logged on. Mark sent me a bunch of 16 <laughs> slot bags and he sent me 50 gold. That 50 gold, I it's still sitting in my email um in the, in my mail in, in the mailbox. I haven't even opened it. Um I had another guild member, Kanker. Hail Kanker. Shout out to Kanker. It's like my <laughs> weekly shout out to Kanker. <laughs> Kanker sent me two gold. Well, I took some of that gold and I of course kind of bought a couple of minor little things to, you know, help me get going, you know, but but that wasn't, you know, nothing really major. And then I sent some of it to my, my bank alt. And what I do is I just play the auction house. When I, you know, I, I have a son who's, you know, not even two years old yet, so I don't really get an opportunity during the day to play World of Warcraft a lot. But what I can do is I can log on to World of Warcraft in brief spurts, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there do a quick scan of the auction house and I just buy low and sell high. And that's all I've, you know, that's what I do a lot of the time. I I I do that, I don't know. I don't know how many times times a day I do that. You know, it just depends. Um and I've managed to take virtually nothing and I've turned it into I think well, before I before I went on a major spending spree for you, Noah, <laughs> the other day, I turned it into I had I was up to about 600 gold. 
in, in about wow. three weeks. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's really Doing good. nothing, and I, you know, and that includes a minor part of that includes stuff that you know I I, I took with my main character. I took herbalism and mining or something like that, and I and I and I mine and I and I do all that and, and whatnot, and I. And of course, you get the green drops every once in a while, and I, I send all that stuff to my bank character too to sell. But that's like such a small percentage of the of the gold that I've made. The majority of the gold that I've made has been through just working the auction house. You know, it's not not illegal. Nothing, you know, nothing shady about it. I just take people's I take people's items who they sell for like ten silver, and I turn it into ten gold. Yeah, if you don't let the seller beware. Yeah, you're it's not like, going to sell it that low. It's like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I just take stuff that they should be selling at a much higher price, and I just sell it. I just turn it right, right back around. And I, I've been doing that for three weeks now. And I, you know, I like I said, I didn't even blink when I gave you that forty gold and I bought all those items for you at the auction house. I didn't even think twice about it. And so, according to these people. You know, it hurts the game's economy. Well, how? I just don't see it. I could have started a brand new character and not even received any gold, any bags, any nothing from anybody. Let me let me get this right. Okay, these gold farmers... No, okay, first off, I'm totally against gold farming. hate gold farmers. Anytime there's a gold farmer playing, most of the time they're not really harvesting resources from the world, but they're using key loggers and taking people's accounts and selling stuff off to, to well, give away gold. Well, that's some of them. I mean, that's yeah. part of the argument there, but but see, that but, that's not what these guys are doing. IGE is, you know, apparently they're a fairly reputable company as far as not, you know, they don't steal people's accounts or anything like that. They are an actual, they they work for their gold that they turn around and sell to other people. Right. Do they have a summer camp of children, perhaps? <laughs> not, not, like, not like the Channel Massive uh, summer <laughs> camp. camp. Yeah. Summer camp. camp slash gold farming and power leveling <laughs> service, which will be coming soon the, to a game near you. The problem I have with it is when they talk about legal action against somebody who's violating the EULA, right? What standard is that set? You, you're, you're saying that we're going to... This guy is going to try to take them to court because they're violating the terms of service for a game so like if you use your cell phone in a way that AT&T or Sprint doesn't like should you be somehow criminally negligent for violating the terms of service that you signed I mean that's the logical extension of what I see here screw mm-hmm. them you can do whatever you want with your with your the game as far as the recourse that the publishers have, they can take away service to the game from you. They can turn it off. Right. You don't have access to the game. They shouldn't be able to come after you legally, or somebody, some other cell phone customer shouldn't be able to say, you're using too many minutes, Noah. Damn you, I'm going to sue you. Or whatever. Or you're unlawfully using your cell phone. And <laughs> that's what really irritates me with things like this is it's because you hear a lot of, like, any game developer of MMOs right now, when they talk about the gold farming situation, they say illegally. They always say illegally. It's not illegal what they're doing. There's nothing illegal. The FBI can't go kick in the door of IGE and, like, you know, unless they're not paying their taxes or something else, they can't kick the door down and take everything, that, you know, all the computers for, you know, analysis or something like that because it's not illegal. They're just not 
what they're doing is violating the user agreement for the game, and they should just therefore have their service revoked for those accounts or something like that. And that's yeah. why I'm just a little up in arms whenever I see like legal action about something like this. Um, I mean, that's my whole take on it. As far as screwing up the economy, well, if they are in fact earning their money, so to speak, by like you know going and getting stuff and selling it, well then. It's all the more stuff in the economy for us to make money off of, or more options for things for us to purchase, I guess. Right. I mean, I, I I understand the inflation side of it, but I don't see how, you know, there. It's not like there's like extra game currency coming into the to the to the game. There's nothing extra about it. It's it's coming out of the resources. It's coming out of the resources. Right. It's already been made. I mean. There's been a gold farmer who, you know, if, you know, gold farmers who actually go out there and farm gold and then turn around and sell it, that's actually gold made in the world. Yeah. It's already part of the economy. And not to be confused, I personally am totally against gold farming of any kind, whether it's account, key logging, account stealing, gold farming from IGE, whatever it is, I hate it because... The thing I don't like is, despite what it does or doesn't do to the economy, I hate it when you go to Ungoro Crater and like there's a gazillion gold farmers in there and you have to wait forever to get your mobs or whatever you need for your quest because they've calculated that that is a rich place for drops or something dumb like that, you know? If it if it I impacts if it anyway. impacts <laughs> if it impacts they can my have that zone. <laughs> gameplay artificially, I'm obviously against it, but yeah. I just am against the whole legal thing it just seems yeah. weird makes sense to me with your stance what about your stance noah are you totally against everything as always ah, <laughs> <laughs> i hate it i hate it all spotlight so for our next story so, so. <laughs> we're going to talk about Oh, let's just come out and say it. It's the idiotic <laughs> comment of the week. Tag him and tag him. And this always happens at one of these stupid freaking conferences. This is going down. Whether it be GDC or or whatnot, this one comes via the MI, MI6 MMO. Um, I think it's like a... Actually, I think it's a MI6 uh, marketing gaming conference something like that yeah anyway whatever it's a bunch of marketing morons marketing people are so much smarter than us it folks i have been conditioned to say that (laughs) i have succeeded in my career because of it good boy thank you (laughs) (laughs) anyway so they they go on they they talk about you know marketing and mmos and blah 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 and then this this comment comes out about world of warcraft um where I think it's uh, when the creators of uh, is it Gaia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gaia, uh, whatever. Gaia, Gaia, whatever. <laughs> Gaia, Gaia, it's all the same thing. You say potato, I yeah, say yeah, potato. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, potato. He basically says high budget game like World of Warcraft with its player base of ten million people. <coughs> <laughs> then he hacked up a lung. Yeah, then the he, lung ha- is then he hacked on up the a table. on top of all that. <laughs> and then he said, he said, well, games like World of Warcraft with this player base of some 10 million people, there are eight, 800 million teens in the world. That's not a success. It's like, 
you know, there's like, what? What did you just say? It's like 10 million people play like a game, you know? So it's saying one out of 80 people. Yeah. Right? Play like the same game. Yeah. Well, of course, he's assuming that all World Man, of Warcraft he's, players are Of course, are teens. he's assuming that all, all, you know, yeah, exactly, that they're all teens, which, of course, they're not. We're living proof of that. Uh, yeah. As sad Unless and sick I'm as that might be. Technically still a teen somehow. You know, so, and, and I guess you're also <laughs> saying that, okay, let's see, $15 of subscription times 10 million hmm. per month. That's at least a dollar fifty. Yeah, that's like, that's only a buck fifty a month. That's not a success. No. Uh-huh. You're talking like at least $150 million a month. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't want my company to generate that kind of cash. That is a massive and colossal failure. It is a failure. You know? you know? Yeah, it's like, how can you say that's a failure? I, you know, it's... I think they just, like, want their little conference to be notable, so they say idiotic things this. like this that. This is like every single conference, somebody has to come out and make this totally moronic statement about World of Warcraft... I mean, the world of Warcraft is, you know, destroying, you know, the gaming industry from the inside out, blah, 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 the blah, blah. The they best is... They do so many things wrong, blah, 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 blah. I like it when they say it's destroying the PC gaming industry. It's like, the PC gaming industry needs World of Warcraft at this point, for God's sake. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I just, I love it. You know, it's just every single conference, there's some idiot who comes out and says something like this. And these are people that are... Kind of behind free to play games, right? They they are yeah totally they are pushing... they always seem to be at the head of the head of the free to play you know pay by transact you know pay you know pay ten dollars for a little piece of armor or yeah. or a little armor set type type of deal. I just think it's kind of sick to okay. I don't I have a problem with the way they target tweens and stuff. Honestly, for the free to play model, they totally do. It drives me nuts. It's like. You're taking advantage of a whole bunch of, of social dynamics by targeting that crowd. So most tweens don't have, like, the kind of income that would be required to do this without the help of their parents, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not... When you're a tween, you're obviously not employed. You're you're doing, you know, babysitting. <laughs> unless you're in or, slave labor, of or, course. Yeah, unless you're I'm doing the have... Channel Massive uh, oh, summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but in any case, what what happens is inevitably... One kid on the block has some virtual pet or virtual item or something like that. Shows it off to his friends, and all of a sudden, everybody has to do it. It's Mommy, the whole keeping up with the Joneses. Then all the parents, so yeah. Then the parents get nagged insatiably until they come up with the money and have to do a transaction online to get the virtual item into the hands of their kid. And the process just repeats because the kid goes, "Well, I need this and that," so then he gets the other virtual item. Well, now the other kids need that. It's, the whole thing just goes off into this crazy, like, exponential thing, which is what these guys are banking on. I mean, that's their whole model for success. Yep. It's not like they're making it free-to-play truly for just the advertising, because you need massive amounts of views for the advertising to pay off. So they're really Very doing true. it for the RMT stuff. And Even though tra- one of the guys, the head of uh, someone from Maple Story, Min Kim, said... There's a whole audience of tweens and teens out there who want to engage, but they don't have access to plastic. Adding that free to play free to play games have room to grow there. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> As charitable, benevolent. So these guys opportunities. are. I think they're far more slimy than at least a subscription model is an upfront and honest thing. It says 
for your you monthly payments, much a month, we will provide period. this service to you, and in addition, we will continue to enhance this service for you, unless it's City of Heroes. And I think, <laughs> I think to me, that's like a pretty good thing, you know? At least you know what you're getting for. Do I, would I play a free-to-play game? Sure. But, but you got to tell me what's where's the free and free-to-play, because I kind of am not seeing it. I'm seeing you're just going to slowly dink me to death with little hits here and there, you know? Microtransactions. Yeah. Mm-mm. I got to have the wedding dress. Got Emotionally have... manipulating these children. I think so. I think that's that's the dynamic. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing, too, that is that they're me. all targeting. They're, they're not really targeting, you know, us. They're no. targeting, you know, the little 10 to 12-year-olds, you know, who are like, oh, my God, you know, I got this cool little pet, you know, and it's going to be so cool. Can you check this out? And, oh, my God. I think you're totally right, man. It's just there is something a little bit, uh, I don't know, dirty, dirty about the whole thing. So we've seen another death in the industry, this time not a developer, but actually an outlet for news and opinion that was traditionally unbiased, even though in their last days they were accused of potentially being bought out and being sellouts. And that is Computer Gaming World. Or Games, Games for, Windows, for Windows Magazine. Ding. Yeah, I think the GFW thing was the beginning of the end. Yeah. It seems like they, they changed their name. They they kind of explained that, you know, what it was all about. They all have like massive credibility, but they oh, had yeah. to change the name because it was a Ziff Davis thing. They obviously none of them chose that. And uh they got linked to that brain dead live gamer service not live gamer, but the, the Windows well, Games for Windows brand, which is supposed to be like competing with Steam and Right. Which like the Xbox Live version, pretty good. Game for Windows, mm, not, not so not much. So great. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I couldn't find the magazine in the stores anymore at all. I mean, it was like it was CGW. It was always there for me. Sometimes I was a subscriber over the last twenty years or whatever. Some, Twenty-seven years, right? Yeah. Some, sometimes yeah, it was like eighty-one to now. Just depended on how much time I had. If I had a lot of free time, I'd be a subscriber. If not, I'd maybe just pick it up in the grocery store or whatever. Pretty soon I couldn't find it anymore. I'd go to like, you know, like maybe Barnes and Noble and you could find it there. But, you know, got the distribution started to definitely wind down and yeah, it's just now it's the done. first casualty of the you know, the whole Ziff Davis bankruptcy, I think. And that's it's, it's unfortunate, you know, it sucks when people, you know, get canned. Saddest thing you is their, like that and their podcast is so damn good. Yeah, like, I really like that podcast as well. You know, I, I listened to the last one that they did, and I, I don't know if they're going to be coming back under a different name or whatnot. But, yeah. You know, I hope they're I hope they're still around in the, some form or other. Their GDC coverage was awesome. I thought it was just incredible. They had guys like Chris Taylor and, um, you know, you name it. They, they, every show they had these guys, like Warren Spector, and it was, it was incredibly Cool. Yeah, know some of those guys are pretty funny too, man. Oh yeah, I, I really liked listening. Sean to Elliott them. when he when he like goes and 
gets on like a Counter Strike server and plays like some like Nazi, <laughs> like a, a like a Nazi rally, right. <laughs> has his audio <laughs> on like Ventrilo, and people get all mad at him. <laughs> just some guy shouting in German and damn you, shut up! <laughs> like just he's, he's always like pranking people on the you know in yeah, his shooting games. Yeah, he and is stuff. a master prankster, man. I got I got to say. Oh yeah, been, he's uh, awesome, and Jeff Green's great. Yeah, and, you know oh, it's, it's 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 really a shame you know it's one of the, it's you know i think it's also you know just one of those signs of the times too you know you know print media it's going the way of the dinosaur man it yeah. really is you know i mean it's going to be around for a while still but it, it's like it's on its last legs this print is dead man they told us about it's like, it in ghostbusters it's like the, the asteroid hit you know and and there were like a few remaining dinosaurs left you know <laughs> all, struggling all to survive up and <laughs> drunk and staggering around yeah, one, like foot, that, one foot dragging through the tar the other foot's all broken you know it's yeah like, and then <laughs> that's that's the way i see the whole print media media thing going right now it's well, just that's happened with the music industry as well it's the true the music industry's broken Indus- the only the industry that's doing good is the, the gaming industry. I mean, that's yeah. up, but like music's down, movies are down. Everybody blames piracy, but it's like, really? Could it also be that all the music in the, well, most of the '90s and most of the this current decade have been just, has been just like derivative crap? Does that have anything to do with it? The lack of inspiration and the the freaking pop machine. Wait, you mean propels- you don't like emo music, man? Let me go get my white leather belt and my frumpy glasses on. Hold on. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this is just a shout-out to everybody who, who worked at uh, GFW. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, I thought you put out a pretty decent magazine and and a good podcast as well. Bruce vs. We, Tom. Damn it. Yeah, I know. That was a really good... I love that, yeah. that little bit there. It I love that. like the best. Well, anyway, major shout-out. I'm... Pouring one for you and one for my homies, man. You want to sing so long, farewell, feeder sing to him? No. Okay. That's all right. For our final news story tonight, we're going to actually address a rumor that popped up over on GameSpot the evening that we were recording. Basically, it was via WoW Insider. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Well, Insider's reporting He's that covered. some of its sources, player, or, uh, that, that it has some sources, some undisclosed cool, unnamed cool. sources, who are apparently Anonymous. playing an alpha version of Wrath of the Lich King. And already. how would you abbreviate that? Wolk? Waddlek. 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 I like Waddlek. It kind of comes off the tongue so easy. <laughs> Rolls or off. Ruddle King. Ruddle King. <laughs> to quote the quote of the quote. Uh, <laughs> Wrath's content is in a playable... Did you call that a meta quote? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. An aggregated quote. <laughs> aggregated meta quote. <laughs> <laughs> Only here at Channel Massive will you hear an analysis of a quote integrity. within a quote within a quote. <laughs> We're all about birds. the journalistic integrity. <laughs> 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 you okay, Jay? <laughs> Anyways... According to WoW Insider, Wrath's content is in a playable and mostly completed form. Quests, game mechanics, and items are in, even if specific flavor text, names, and even textures are not. And then furthermore, GameStop, Best Buy, and Amazon have already... did it! 
Yay, me! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mix up GameStop and GameSpot. But those stores have posted on their website that they expect Wrath of the Lich King to be shipping anywhere between November 3rd and November 30th, a tight little window towards the end of the year. Yeah. Granted, it'll be nearly two years after Burning Crusade came out. But hey, hey. we've got a target in sight. Now, granted, this is all rumored, and it could likely be an alpha... For a while. <laughs> yeah. For a I, long if while. If it were going to be... If the game were actually going to ship out in November, I, I think it'd be closer to beta by now. You think it'd be zipping through alpha? No, I mean, it, they could probably be in alpha for a while. I mean, the, the, the thing is, is that they... They've probably internally tested this for a while now. I mean, they... They yeah. probably started development on it right after Burning Crusade released. So they've been working on it for 12, 15 months. No, wait a minute. Yeah, Didn't no, no, the no. Burning Crusade come out? Or no, it came out in January of 2007. Right. Right. And so. we're in... We are in the year. Yeah, like you know which episode this even I, is, Noah. We are in two. I, I said twelve eight. to fifteen months. <laughs> I know that's there. Okay, just checking the math. Okay, how many months is it, Mark? Less than less than three hundred. January, February, March, April. That's four. Plus four months. 12. <laughs> Sixteen months. <laughs> are you happy now? No, I feel. Mark's I feel, trying to. Balance out my vocab obsessiveness with numbers obsession. Numbers one, two, three, four, five. Anywho. Prime numbers are one. <laughs> Anywho, they've probably been internally beta testing this for a while now, and and even if they're allow, I mean, well, alpha testing this, I guess. And so they're allowing, you know, a few select players here and there to come in and play in their world for a while. Um, you know... Again, Blizzard's another one of those companies that's, you know, pretty... You know, they they basically say, we're not going to release it until we feel it's ready to come out. Uh, you know, whether that whether that's going to be in November or not. November, you know, it's like a release date for Blizzard is like... Yeah, it's you know, a moving target at best. Yeah, it's totally a moving target at best. You know, so who knows? Who knows when it'll come out? It's an interesting. You know, I, I guess another another question. My other question has always been: Is anybody even going to care when it comes out? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, a ton of players we'll, who are we'll, still we'll, going to be playing. But will um, War be out by then? Yeah, or will, will they War be, be out delayed? by then? Will Age of Conan have sucked the blood out of? Yep, it's tough. You know, most you know most players. You know, and and totally have sucked them in by that time. Will Lotro's non-commitment to both PvE and PvP somehow attract a whole new slew of players? <laughs> Casual gamers. Yes. <laughs> Who don't care about a direction, but rather would just like to log in and be in steeped the in the lore of no. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> for mint, if you will. <laughs> That's a great word for it. <laughs> but uh, Well, listeners, if any of you have an opinion on it, Except for Derek. <laughs> no, Derek we just joke in. We always want to hear from you, Derek. Write us no, a mail don't. at channelmassive.com. Jason. M A I L. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the show. Cinema Love. Memories remain. Cinema 
<laughs> I like how he sways back and forth when he sings it. He shot some virtual lightning out of his hands there I for a second. So too. I can almost see the disco ball I love as, you, Steve Perry. as thousands of high school students do their whole prom or homecoming dances. What that like what back in the eighties? Yeah, I could like no, that's like an eighties that would be virtual like an eighties prom. Oh virtual worlds, yeah. In Maple Story there. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.